So what have you been up to? Just games wise. In my life. <laughs> yeah, how what please tell me a story of your life. <laughs> games wise, it's been a motley cross section of crazy. I don't know. It's just been my my week has been nuts in general, even though it's been very physically calm. Like nothing's been physically happening, but yeah. It's just been a crazy week at work and crazy week at home and crazy week all over the place. Yeah. I feel like my games playing, games playing, game playing yeah. has been similar. You know, it's been like a sprinkling of Stardew here, uh, Diablo there, you know, just little little dips in and out of different things. I did buy the game Sundered, which I'm pretty yes. excited about. Yeah, you're telling me about that. You're saying it's very similar to like the Metrovania, like how Dead Cells is. Yeah, and that's why like you compared I, it because it looks very similar to that. Exactly. That's why I bought it. It. I've been kind of back in my Metroidvania groove, which is to As say Metroids. Oh well, yeah, and it's. But the thing is, they're so popular now, so it's hard not to get into them <laughs> yeah, when they're so true. good. Like, so that's it's not true. even like the fault of that. You're just into it all of a sudden. There are just so many of them being built and made and some of them i mean i don't know how old is this game is this fairly new still or i I don't know we can look it up it's almost like there's the internet or something but yeah i think it's fairly new last couple of years yeah so i mean they've come out in the last couple of years but they're still becoming popular and continuing to be popular uh dead cells is actually on sale i think right now for 13 dollars yeah i saw that i'm actually gonna wait i think until it hits um i pre-ordered it on ios that is right, to say right. that I clicked pre-order and paid nothing. So yeah, as soon as it comes out, I will buy it for $7 or $8 or whatever it is. Yeah. Because um, I would love to have that on my iPad. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. So I did buy I Sundered. Agree. It's very similar. Uh, I've been kind of addicted again to Metroid games specifically. So even though it's called Metroidvania, which is a smattering or I don't know, like a combination of metroid and castlevania that's where that comes from i was never a huge castlevania fan i i enjoyed some of them especially the playstation one one oh my gosh i forget what that's called but it was so good what one uh playstation one let me find it but out of the metroidvania games back in the day i've always played metroid metroid's been my game Super Metroid is one of the greatest games ever. I feel like we've said this all very many yeah, times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I just have been kind of playing through a set of those games. And that, I don't know why, but Sundered hit my radar on Steam because it was on sale. And it was $5 for the game. Or I actually played, paid the extra dollar and something for the soundtrack in the game. And it's really good. It's it's not it's not true Metroid style in so far as... Like, Metroid to me is... Um, one life, uh, you explore, you do a lot of backtracking, right. there's a lot of weapons and upgrades that you find to get to the next area and then you backtrack and you have to remember where things are. Right. That's not this game at all. This is more like Dead Cells where you do explore and you find, uh, lots of currency that you use later when you die to upgrade yourself. So you die, but it's roguelike. So you die and then you go do all the stuff again and try to collect more items and explore a little bit more and then you die and then you upgrade yourself. It's just that cycle. And I think right. Dead Cells does that same thing. So yeah. it is good though. And the hand-drawn art, oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I, I mean, talk about something that you probably don't see too often anymore nowadays is the, the hand-drawn art and just the difference it does make 
uh, compared to like what we're used to with the CGI and and the computer generated graphics just in generally being the the main usually like the ones that are pushing the huge games out the blockbuster games out and people are you know gawking at these amazing graphics when this is somebody took the time and effort to basically draw all of this and have those backdrops and yes uh, use use computers to obviously a computer to obviously let it play through and everything like that but it's just so crazy and it it just looks so smooth like it plays smoothly yeah from the the it trailers does. that i was looking at it is really really smooth and you would have never not thought that it was drawn so that's the other thing that draws me to these types of games and it's not really i'm not necessarily looking for retro graphics i know that's right. like a loaded term and a lot of people especially nowadays have a lot of opinions yeah especially nowadays it's just I like that 2D style, and it doesn't always have to be 2D. See also Samus Returns. It's just that style of gameplay and then what you can do with that style of gameplay and what you can do with that art. And some of the limitations allow you to tell a certain kind of story. And sometimes I really like, or most of the time, I really like where the story isn't... How do I put this? It's not. It's not a direct, like... And then she moved across the chasm and said to him, no, it's not that kind of story. It's like a, it comes out through play. It's like an emerging story through play that isn't explicit. It's very implicit in the way that it emerges. And Metroid has always been that way. And I love that. I love like this, like kind of discovery of things in the world that, that tell you that something's going on, but you don't know exactly what, but there's more to it. And as you dive deeper and discover yeah, more, find more stuff. yeah. It, and it's got that same Zelda feel. That's why breath of the wild was great to me where well, you find things in the world and you're like, where did this come from and how did right. that get there? And I yeah. love that. And Sundered has that like a hundred percent. Yeah. It's oh, to me, it almost reminds me of how limbo and, um, inside are like, there's no, oh, yeah. there's no, there's nothing telling you the story except the surroundings as you're going through yeah and like there's very seldom any if at all anything uh any uh dialogue occurring or anything like that so uh, i think games like that really play uh they they started out more of a niche but really have a huge following still and uh, draw these people in who are looking for something different or maybe not necessarily looking for something different but fall upon it because yeah i when you showed me I'm, I'm pretty sure you showed me limbo at one point and of course right off the bat i was uh, hesitant because it was completely different than what i'm used to of course yeah and then inside too as well but those games are really fun yeah and just a quick aside, that Castlevania game on PlayStation 1 was called Symphony of the Night. Ah. It's definitely, I mean, I played the NES one growing up. Yeah. And I think I may have played the Super Nintendo one at someone's house. I don't remember exactly how that went. But it was the PlayStation 1 game that really, really got me. And that was very explory type style gameplay with lots of power-ups and... um. Lots of hand-drawn characters. It was gorgeous. Great game. So if you get the chance to play that, do that too. Yeah. Um, speaking of, you said SNES, and we kind of briefly talked about this at in uh, t- passing and over brief conversation, but did you see the uh, Nintendo had possibly filed, or had actually filed for the FCC, uh, some information that leads to or points to the there might be some snes games coming to the switch i heard something about that yeah i 
have we talked about this? I don't know how many times we've talked about this game, but if that's a true, if that's the case, that to me will it makes me makes it worth it to pay this this silly this silly amount of twenty five dollars or whatever it is <laughs> for a whole year for a Nintendo Online just so that I can play. Oh yeah, a Link to the Past. I agree on the Switch. That's I mean, all huge. they have to do, and we talked about this, but all they have to do is put Mario World, Link to the Past, and Super Metroid in right. there, and there's a whole pile of games beyond that that would make it well worth it but they could just start with those three and it'd be a huge value for that for sure right so the i guess the fcc filing was actually around snes wireless controller for the switch huh which is interesting yeah but that would also imply that it could very well be that nothing comes out of it it's just for people who want to have like that controller as their main uh peripheral for the switch like when it's hooked up to the TV, or it actually means that the reason why they're you know putting it out is that it's SNES controller to play the SNES games on the Switch. Yeah. So, but it we it's just recent information. So I'm sure over over uh, time, it's only August 13th when this came out. So it could be in the next couple of weeks we could start seeing more data about that. I did have some Switch news for you. What's up? So there's the whole hubbub about the. Um... Uh, drifting sticks, <laughs> oh, <laughs> drifting Joy-Con yeah. sticks, drifting sticks. Wow, that yeah. sounds a little. That's what people are calling it. I don't know. Really? So uh, my Switch has that problem, and I haven't decided what we're going to do about it yet. But with that said, Nintendo has been talking about a second gen Switch that's coming. So they announced the not the just the light, which is also coming, but the new Switch model, which has been quietly kind of coming. Slid right in there. Yeah, and um, I was watching a couple of different YouTube channels that did testing on it, and they were able to prove that it does have much longer battery life, which is exciting. Yes. And also that the Joy-Con sticks on the actual Joy-Cons themselves are different, though... The way that they're built is very similar, if not the same. So it might end up having the same problem. But one thing they didn't know, or these channels said they didn't know before they started with the process of testing it, was Mm -hmm. that the screen is actually more vibrant. So it's actually uh, more brightness on the screen. But it also is uh, color corrected more correctly towards a warmer tone. So it actually looks better. A little huh. bit so so you're getting obviously a gen 2 product and it's got yeah. a little bit tweak a few tweaks around the screen a better battery life i mean it's from four to nine hours where previously huge, I, yeah previously yeah, previously i think it was like three and a half to five or seven hours now it's four and a half to five four and a half to nine so it's a big increase and um the joy con uh batteries also have a different model on them as well so they might last a bit longer so it's just a a very slight but a little bit of an upgrade um so that's kind of exciting yeah it looks like it was you're right four hours it has been upgraded to nine yeah which it's great and this isn't necessarily a, a super brand new news but uh it was supposed to come out mid-August, but it's again. Oh yeah, so they so it appeared earlier than they anticipated on the shelves. Yeah, there's a couple on the shelves now, and the way that you tell, because that was the first thing I looked yeah, for. Yeah, how 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 do we tell the readers and listeners? <laughs> the old box had like a white background uh, oh, in the yeah, upper yeah. corners. The new box is completely red, so okay, that's how you know if you're looking at a new switch. 
I have a link that shows that. So, um, yeah, that's definitely a huge difference just in the box yeah. display. Um, but that's really interesting because um, I don't know if it's them trying to avoid emitting. I don't. It's not really emitting fault, but not taking the Apple way of just trying to f- cover up and p- give. Uh, they're one, one. They're giving the repairs for free, and two, they're create. They had created supposedly created through this uh, a, a new configuration or a new setup for the switch the joy cons yeah actual the the sticks themselves but they're also including in the process maybe some uh issues that were found from the first generation like the battery life sucking and maybe the screen not being the greatest when it's uh being in handheld mode being able to slide those in it's almost like a like here's a nice little for the same price a nice little hardware bump yeah without really publicizing it in the sense of it being a new switch model, but just saying that, Hey, if you buy this now, you can get a better, you know, better version of it. So, yeah. Um, that's pretty awesome. I granted, I'm not in the market to get one, but for somebody like you, who you have your kids who play the switch too, and it would be kind of nice for you to have your own so that you're not interfering with theirs or maybe get the kids another switch for them to share because you're too oldest to play. Uh, enough where they have to switch off, right? Uh, yeah, or they play games that they play together. together. But yeah. we are considering for my son's birthday getting him a light so that he can kind of be in his room by himself or play by himself, you yeah. know, separately. That's, um, that's we fun. do have the the GameStop warranty on the current Switch. Um, after Santa brought it, we went and got a warranty on it. Nice. So. We may, I was thinking, I'm still thinking on what we're going to do, but GameStop actually suggested that we hold out a little bit longer and then we use our warranty with the drifting Joy-Cons and just replace the whole Switch because you only have a warranty on it for a year with the uh, GameStop warranty. Got it. So if you don't use it, you don't use it and then it's gone. So we use the warranty with the uh, drifting Joy-Cons, and then we get the new model new of Switch. Switch. So That's that would give smart. us more battery life, yeah. And then, you know, whatever. So yeah. I don't. I still don't know really what the whole deal is with the drifting Joy-Cons and what Nintendo is or is not planning to do with it. Right. Um, I did read online that they have a whole form you fill out, and then they send you a box. And so, you send it. Yeah, you can send it in. So I, I don't know. I haven't decided what we're going to do yet. <laughs> right. So. And there's nothing wrong with that. I I, uh, I think to take full advantage of getting something like that, that'd be a one-two punch. You get new Joy-Cons and uh, the newer model Switch. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I'm uh, leaning but, that way because, and it's not like I'm trying to take advantage per se, but yeah. I mean, we did pay for the extra warranty and it yeah. is having Why a not? manufacturer problem. So yeah. might as well use it and then get the better battery life and stuff. I'm apologizing in advance if you hear any like rattling noises behind me. Uh, the cat has his mouse up here and it makes noises. So, oh my! If you hear that, sorry guys. He's just <laughs> he's joining us for the show once again, uh, and he's bored because I'm not paying attention to him. I don't so. think we can do this podcast without him in the background. No, I don't think we've. I uh, I'm pretty sure almost all of our shows have been recorded with him. Some yeah. at one point coming and visiting. So, yeah. Um, but Leo yeah. is a, is a staple staple to our podcast. Yeah. He has been our number one fan, number one listener. <laughs> Always calling it. Probably right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, uh, I know 
we really haven't had a lot of news but in the last couple of weeks but this really kind of I guess this week in general has already been filled with quite a lot of interesting stuff so it's kind of nice to see some more data on the switch especially because it was uh, very vague uh, when they were starting to release the information about the repair program so that's good to see that that the switches are being tested now and that battery life is being um, uh, ratified being it's it's legitimate there is actually a better uh, life for that and um, I'm really jealous for those who get it because if the screen actually does look good, that's the one complaint I have about the Switch right now is that in some games, the Switch, when playing it handheld, the, the screen doesn't look as good as it should. Um, so that's just my opinion. Yeah, I I mean, it, I just, it's going to be minimal, but it is a difference. So I don't know. And they, they explained it in the, maybe I'll find the video and give you the link to put in the show notes, but... The one video I definitely watched the whole thing through, they did like a whole color correction uh, test on it to test the warmth versus the coolness of the two different models along with the brightness. The brightness was a little bit different, but the the color difference between the two was actually pretty significant. So I don't know if that's really going to make a huge difference, but yeah. um, who knows? Um, I have a weird question. We've never actually talked about this. Oh um, and this has been something I've kind of avoided because I don't play games that have these anymore other than Overwatch. Uh, but the loot boxes. Like in-game um, loot boxes? or Yeah, in-game loot boxes. Oh, like Apex and stuff? Yeah, Apex. and Oh, yeah, I guess we did play that for a little bit. Um, I, I've been avoiding the whole discussion, conversation of loot boxes being banned and, and how... Uh, Is it a discussion? It's a dis- well. It's a huge. There's laws going in place for this. Are there? Legitimate- yes. Oh my gosh! I'm way off <laughs> it. Okay, hold on. My cat is attacking the door. One second. Get him. Get him. Did you get him? Is he got in the show? Yeah. <laughs> I threw. I literally threw the mouse down the stairs. Nice. Because he was just annoying. But yeah, it's it's been a while. It's been a discussion for I guess some quite some time. We our old people don't play these games apparently or pay attention. Um, but I was told by a, a listener who, whose name rhymes with, uh, uh, Nick cones. Um, oh my gosh. and, uh, they, uh, they were saying that we weren't relevant enough with some of the conversations we were having because we weren't focusing on the, the big topics of the, of the industry, which I find funny because not everybody's talking about this, but anyways, loot boxes. Yeah. For a while there's been, uh, I'm sure parents somehow got involved with this, but, uh, there is a movement to get them banned for various reasons. One being, uh, an unfair, cause they're acting more of like a gambling, a, a gambling, uh, medium or, What's the word? I'm yeah. For? The companies, you know, they're benefiting from kids spending real money and not just kids. There's adults too, but, uh, the focus has really been on the, the children's side, but people paying money for, uh, very small odds of getting what they're wanting and getting duplicates and how that's unfair. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I don't know that I can talk about this. Topic, okay. Which is why we probably have not talked about something like this. It's not right. that we don't want to be relevant, which we don't really necessarily need. to. I, be I say, I say what I have been telling people is that this yeah. show is not supposed to be about the news. It's, it's about being 
uh, like the conversations that you and I have, it's like asking random questions of like, what if you did this? Or what if we thought about this? It it has nothing to do with trying to be up to date on the news. Some of that comes through because it's relevant to us and what we do on our day to day for gaming, but it's definitely not the, the focus of the show and never has been. Well, I don't in think light so. of our, our one listener's feedback, which is the only <laughs> feedback we've ever received. <laughs> yeah, I would say that. Maybe we actually. should give it the time of day. Uh, well, okay. So, so go ahead. Why don't you break it down a little bit for us and then we'll I guess I guess there's, there's different parts of it. One, sure. um, the part of it is the unfair advantage or disadvantage that people are paying into where they're paying real money to get the random selection of uh whether it's uh you know uh gear in the game to help them level up faster or like pay to win basically or pay to play no pay to win sorry uh like uh, focusing on that side of it where people are saying it's unfair because people can just pay real money to get better in the game so that's one side and that's unfair the one other side is like the unfair odds like i was trying to get at where you pay money to get whether it's better ga- guns in the game or better uh skills or uh it's literally clothes or emotes or dancing mode i don't know things like that and the odds of that are so low that you're just it's it's like really taking a lot of money from people and it the game it's basically like gambling but worse um and it's the companies are monopolizing on the the constant need to to be you know have the best motor have something rare and spending all that money there that's one other aspect of it and the other aspect of it is the fact that it's it's just in general um unfair uh way of i guess unfair way of taking i don't know if it's taking money from kids <laughs> this is my take on it is that people are upset that their kids are spending their money to buy stupid things and parents got angry this is totally the unpopular opinion which sure. i don't want to focus on but that to me is like partially it it's the same thing that when parents came out and said rate we need to have rating on games and which was true yes. i'm not saying no, that's, that's wrong true. uh but that people were like freaking out between the t- rated t and rated m games and um and that whole fiasco behind it. Um, so I feel like it's a lot of the parenthoods, the parents of the time getting worried that their kids are spending more money on the, the loot boxes rather than actually the game itself. Um, so yeah, I, I have an opinion about this. Um, I kind of want to see what your original thoughts about loot boxes in general are. It doesn't have to be in favor of any of those, at, those viewpoints, but like what I, do you play any games besides Apex for the short period of time that have loot boxes or anything like that? Uh, uh, hmm. There's so much here. So I guess I'll answer the last question first. <laughs> yeah, focus on the last person. So last I question. have played games, and I probably will play games in the future that have these things. But as you probably could guess about me, based on past things that I've said and continue to say, it's not something that I'm focusing on or care about, or even sometimes it repels me from a game. So um, I'm the guy who uh, buys the base game and then decides if the game pushes me enough where I would really, really like to have the DLC, then I'll pay for the DLC. I said that mm-hmm. last time, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. so yeah. The idea, and of course, there's an exception to every rule and caveat, right? So the idea that I would play a game 
continually for these like random drops and things to happen where I'm looking for a special gun or like I'm I'm the guy who wants it simple. I like I like to play the game to play the game. I don't want something to dictate how I'm playing the game necessarily. Um, I'd like to just play the game and enjoy the experience. I don't want to be thinking about, you know, where, where to find something, how to get it, you know, the, the gambling aspect. I, I don't gamble. I don't like to gamble. It, that turns me off. Now, I just said all of those things, and yet, uh, how many times have I come back to World of Warcraft? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, Too many times. But again, I need to really be clear here. That's not why I play World of Warcraft. In fact, that's part of why... World of Warcraft is difficult for me to continue to play all the time. I I like playing through the content of World of Warcraft and playing characters in World of Warcraft. And yes, gearing up is fun, but then grinding through to find the gear or the drops for the gear, I don't that's not particularly fun. I get the most fun out of strategizing and playing as a team and um you know, yes, gearing up, but as like a progression thing, not as like a okay. Now I'm going to spend the next four hours grinding to find the thing that I'm really looking for, right? Exactly. Or more, who knows? Because there's some stuff that takes you days, weeks, months to get. Yeah, I don't like that aspect. So yes, I have played games and will probably continue to jump into games, but that's not something that's going to hold my attention. Like Apex had tons of that, and that was not a not a drive for me for sure. Right. I uh I I want to make a clarification too by the way. Yeah. Uh the option 3 was definitely the wrong thing to say for me. Uh option 3 or not option 3 but viewpoint 3 is that um oh yeah. Sorry. Uh I got it. So resume. Okay, we're back to the show guys. Hey, hey, what's up? Anyways, uh the third opinion is that the lack of parent parental involvement before they buy the microtransactions that was the other thing is that there's it's too easy for a kid to go walk to his parents and like i'm assuming grab uh to grab their credit card and buy it without them knowing they want to have some sort of like parental control over the yeah uh, but this is the part that i have a hard time with all this and this is yes, where yes, we yes. lose everybody because yeah I completely, Josh has an opinion. completely, yes, right? Exactly. Yes. Every time I say an opinion, we're going to lose people. Halo sucks. Um, I completely oh. disagree <laughs> with the concept oh, that, that there isn't a parental, parental control already involved. And that is to say, well, don't, don't give them to your kids. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. Where are they getting the credit card for these transactions? Because yes. Lord knows they're not mailing cash to these places. So, there's a credit card involved. Could you, wait, hold on. Hold on. You Can have, you imagine a kid sending like <laughs> his pocket change to the, uh, uh, some my store? Money jar. <laughs> I would like to purchase this skin, please. And they send it to Blizzard. To I spent Blizzard. two whole years scrimping and saving in my piggy bank. And now I bought the AR-15 5000, you know, like, I don't know. But, There's like a um, stick of bubble gum in there that's like sticking to the, keeping the envelopes stuck together so that it doesn't oh spill out. It's like, yes. you know, they pay for like a pink camo for their gun with yes. two years worth of allowance. No, yeah. but like that's the thing. Like you please take interest in what your children are seeing online yes, and please. playing online and playing as games. Like don't just hand off and I guess I'm blaming and I'm so sorry. And yes, come crucify me. But still don't just hand off your credit card to your child and don't if there's transactions happening on your credit card that you are not 
privy to what they are and your child right. is making those transactions, they're making those transactions in your name at the very least. Take yeah. interest in the protection of your card. I mean, that's a security I concern. I, I could go on forever about this kind of thing because I just don't. That's the part I don't get. Like, it's not like they pulled out a weapon and threatened your life to steal your credit card and then started playing games. And if they stole your credit card to start playing games and you don't know what's on your credit card. You have card, a bigger problem. Yeah. Please address that as a parent, you know, like please go talk to the child and discuss with them. And granted, I get teenagers are teenagers. So probably oh, yeah. discussion means yelling and screaming match, but still, you know, there's edge cases to everything, but at the very least start with a dialogue, you know, and right. start with taking interest and maybe go from there. The yeah. fact that you need some kind of systemic change in order to control what your child is buying on your credit card that has yeah. your name on it and that you have responsibility financially for doesn't make sense to me. And it's going to be backwards in my brain every time. And ran. Right. And, <laughs> and, and this is why I also, too, which I would 100% agree with you uh, about this, I... I guess the, when the thing is... I just want to say when you're done, I also need to redeem myself a little bit, so go ahead. Okay. So, like, coming from somebody who has never paid any money... Same, any same, sort same, of loot box or anything like that, because, one, uh, I personally think that it's ridiculous to pay money to get something like that. Yeah. Uh, and I absolutely hate, 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 hate them anyways. When Halo yes. 5 came out with the the microtransactions, uh, it, it pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> because no, I, I, I believe that. They, 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 in my eyes, they uh, tainted, they, they ruined a game that had been doing well without the need for microtransactions, and then they added to it. Uh, now, they definitely made it better where you would receive the same uh, perks, not the same perks, but you could receive some of the same perks without purchasing the microtransactions. Yeah, but that and was that after was... A, a backlash, wasn't it? Correct. Didn't they so, get... Yeah, okay. And that's where I don't have problems with it. Uh, because there's also not a very clear line of what you're clarifying as a, a loot box slash microtransaction. Because wouldn't you, And I don't want to get into this just yet because I want you to redeem yourself. But hold on to that. Hold I'm on holding to on to, to it. Well, I mean, like, hold on to your response to what I'm about to say. Yeah. Not to be confusing. What do you call DLC then? Like, what is the expansions that you're getting? Like, what are you... Does that mean that the same sort of ban that would be on the loot boxes would be on the no. loot crates and whatnot? Would that be on I can't those? hold it back. No. That's different. No. Yeah, exactly. But there, there isn't a clarification on that. Because but there needs paying, to be. They should. Well, who do we talk to? you're getting to? more content. Yeah, I don't know who we talk to. <laughs> send, a, send a letter to your congressman or woman. There you go. Uh, a state representative, anybody like that. But seriously, look, there's no clarification on what that would be, and I feel as if, uh, and I don't know, because there's actually a law on the on the floor, I don't know if it's in the House or the Senate, and if it's a state Senate or state House, I have to look into it further, but there is definitely legal, uh, there's a law on the floor somewhere where this is cleared up. Now, this is, sorry, not cleared up. It's still, quote, vague. It's not clarifying if we're including DLC is... Uh, microtransaction slash uh, part of the loot box fiasco because it's not, in my opinion, is anywhere near related to it at all because you can choose not to play it and purchase that. Correct. You can completely choose not to purchase that and while, yes, it restricts you from increasing the content of the game you play, it's it also doesn't necessarily hinder you in some aspects. Uh, and people can't 
buy it to get better than you at it all the time. Yeah. Like it's not a hundred percent in their favor, but yeah, go ahead and redeem yourself. Sorry. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas city, go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, uh, first I need to talk about what you just said, and that is, this is the problem that we will have for a long time to come with software and why laws and government are behind on the ideas of, and they're slowly coming around and I'm glad of it. We've seen a lot of progress and change, but the idea is for laws behind software and property of software and digital goods is way behind where it should be. And because a lot of, uh, how do I put this? A lot of the people that are in those positions don't fully understand it and not necessarily should because they're day-to-day dealing with other issues that more often are more important. But still, this will be a long time coming because... Again, you just said it. How do you define between what is and is not considered? And then there's all kinds of gray area in between because every software company slash game company is going to produce these digital goods, if you can call them that, in different ways with different models. uh, And they can call them different things. You know, it's it doesn't like all software. It does not fit into an easy category or set of categories that government could regulate and that's kind of why software is great and will be difficult to regulate in the future and will continue to be a struggle and why it needs to be well i don't know i can't i'm gonna push that to the side but that's that's how i understand the situation of why it would be difficult for them and also why for you and I, it seems ridiculous that they could not differentiate between DLC versus uh, loot boxes or microtransactions. But I think to them, it's just like, well, kids or children or people are buying digital goods inside of a game that they've already paid for. Right. You know, And and that's, if you're trying to pull back and classify everything, I guess it fits into that classification. Right. Well, I think that, and to be fair, I think it's not necessarily clarified in the law that they're looking at uh, putting into yeah. place, but it's just something that, okay, if you do it for the loot boxes, what's going to happen to, you know, DLC and things like that. The real and, easy difference is the, the, the DLC is buying more content and the expectation up front is that you are purchasing X amount of content that will not change. For, yeah. yeah, and is not random and is it's not absolute. Yeah, you're not taking a chance or there's no risk involved. Whereas right. the loot boxes and the, you know, various items you can purchase, there's risk involved. It's it is a style of gambling. And that's that's where I'd like to go back a step and redeem myself. Yes, I'm saying I don't understand parents not taking interest and just handing off their credit cards to yes. children to buy stuff. My parents never did that. But at the same that. time, <laughs> if yeah, if you if you take all that aside, you know that's that's problem A. Right. Problem B is I do agree. Like 
once you're past that part, let's just, again, I, for the sake of this argument and discussion, I want to just shuffle that to the side. Yes, I do agree that having risk and gambling involved in video games, while I'm sure a lot of people really enjoy that aspect of it, I know several of them personally. Yeah. But even though it's enjoyable and addicting, I don't think that that's what games should be about. And I don't think that it adds, it adds anything to the game to have something like that. I think that it actually takes away from the game. Yeah. I think that you're... I don't, I don't want to say, but... It's if, not like games are art, but still, in some ways, they, they are. are. And, like, yeah. for goodness sake, like, just having this giant hamster wheel of garbage is not a way to... I don't know, better the game industry. I get it's a way to make more money. Right. And of course, everyone will be doing something like that in some way at some point if that's going to be a huge cash cow. But I also think that we should consider when we're making our games, whoever we are in this, I don't know what metaphor I'm making, Yeah. that are we making the game for the people to play or are we making the game to make money? And of course, there's different answers to that question. And different questions to that answer <laughs> but i think that if you're gonna make a game take some pride in it and enjoy make it for an enjoyable experience not just about the cool things that you can trap kids into getting so as much as i feel one-sided in in certain areas of it in the other areas i'm like yeah it's i i don't i see where they're coming from it is a style of gambling and that's not really what we want to be teaching people or children specifically because we don't need to teach other people right. um, i don't know i'm all over the map here and i'm not my thoughts are disorganized because i didn't i don't have think time so to organize them well, but i just i, I think that there's a dis well yeah but there, i think there's a distinction somewhere in there in that mess that um really needs to be there needs to be a lot of care in something like that yeah and thinking through that yeah and the one another not to throw like another curveball in there but to me, the first thing that comes up to mind for me is that Halo had the microtransactions where you po you can purchase the extra cards, basically, to get power-ups and things like that in the game. But you can also get those through playing in general, and you get those uh, card packs given to you once you like, complete a match and things like that. So it's not like you're, you're specifically... Uh, forced to move towards buying them with money if you yeah. want to get better than everybody else that's the same thing too with games like uh hearthstone like you you're not oh for sure technically getting the uh, uh, upper hand on your opponents by purchasing more you have you increase your odds of getting more cards because you're f literally putting more money into it and purchasing more packs but you also get the same thing you will get packs too once you complete uh you know uh, missions you hit some of the like bounties i think they still do bounties i haven't played in a while so you get you get some of that through doing and completing those you don't have to purchase them so yeah i i personally have i i don't really like buying into any of those and i don't think i have ever spent any money i might have run it once and i don't recall what it was for because it obviously was insignificant but i i purchased i think once uh, a microtransaction to get something and i don't recall what it was but uh I, um, the only one i'm thinking of are like characters in certain games that i've purchased yeah, i don't i don't even know if and it's I, very rare for me probably but like the, later yeah the most recent one is the necromancer for diablo 3 you know but that's that, that's technically 
Well, I guess you're right. That's not really... There's no story behind no, that, is there? No, it didn't add anything other than the character. Huh. So you paid money to get an extra character. I, I thought... I could have sworn there was like a, an additional... Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a different quest with the necromancer. But, I mean, it's the same quest, but like different... I don't know. How do you describe the Diablo experience? You know, like it... The there's a different, co- different beginning. Dialogue and, is different. Yeah, different dialogue and different... Um, take on the the story and but it's the know, same. You're going same through the story. Same. You're eventually enemy. fighting through to get to the same end point, but it's different in right. the middle. I don't know. It's the same but different. It's the same but different. Yeah, so that that you just won everybody over by saying that. Yeah, I know. It's totally fine. You know what? For me, I think, and I'll. For me, this is the last piece I want to add, and that is, and that's fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I wrap this up for me. If I sit down and I think about what really the problem with them is for me, because because my my dislike of them is definitely a personal preference, right? I don't in, I don't yeah. get enjoyment out of gambling in general, so I don't get yeah. enjoyment out of that style of gameplay. And some people really yes. do. For mm-hmm. me, if I set aside my own biases or try to, I think it comes down to expectations, and I think that if because you brought up Hearthstone, and this is what set off this line of thinking for me. Hearthstone is a great game, and yeah, and and it if you're just getting into it now, it's unwinnable. But like, and good luck. But like, <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> it's really well made, and totally goes against everything I was just railing about being like a high quality, great game because it is a hundred percent a gambling game, really. Yes. Yeah, that said. Is. I mean, there's the strategy aspect of playing the card game, but then you know, gambling to get the cards and. Whatever. Regardless, if you present those expectations up front, I have no problem. Then it's a choice, and people then can make that choice if they want their children to be playing that game or if they want to be playing that game as an adult or a, a different person who likes certain kinds of games. I don't know. But if, if that's something that you are explicitly saying at the beginning and, and like laying out the constructs that the game takes for that kind of thing, for me, that then changes the whole discussion. Like, I'm sorry, they're telling you right there that that's what this game is, and here are the structures they're saying for this game. Like, this is the way that you play it, and these right. are the things that you can expect. That, to me, changes the dis- the whole discussion. Then it's, a, it's about choice, and it's about, like, you as you, the parent making the choice for your child and saying... You should not be playing this game. We're going to be spending money on it. We're going to be, you're going to be sitting there playing it and really wasting time doing nothing. Like you need right. to pick something else or you need to, we need to talk about how you would play this. We need to set ground rules or limits. Like that's a different situation to me because if I set my own self aside, then, and people enjoy it, then why not? They enjoy it. Cool. Enjoy it. If that's what yeah. you want to spend your money on, that's what you want to spend your own money, money on. I don't have a problem with that. I feel like it's when it feels it feels nefarious to me when they're like taking advantage of something you didn't know. Like now you're a hundred hours into the game and now you need that one thing. Well, okay. So now the choice is waste the hundred hours or spend the money. I don't know. Yeah. Let's uh, let's step away from something like this because <laughs> okay. I and I'm glad because I've never that heard... whole section. <laughs> I, well, we've never really talked about it, and I no, yeah, no, it's a good discussion. Talk about it until we uh, recorded. Ha ha. Um, do we want to talk something about that makes you angry? That I made you angry earlier. Today? I'm already angry. It's fine. I'm not really angry. But go on. Okay. Go ahead. Um, there's two things. One, uh, there's this list of top ten Nintendo games. Oh of God, all time. that that will make me angry. 
Okay. Do you, do you <laughs> Let's want talk us about to it. proceed? Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So there is a list of 10, st- ten games uh, according to, uh, was it, what did I just say? Micro... Metacritic. 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 That's yeah. right. Metacritic. Uh, that are the top 10 games uh, for Nintendo. And that's since the start. That's from everything from the Nintendo all the way uh, to uh, the Wii currently. And I looked at this list, and one thing that strikes me odd is there's all these Zelda games. I'm just kidding. But seriously, <laughs> there are literally half of these are Zelda games. Yeah, which but I guess they're all the wrong Zelda games. Which is why why you're angry, but it's a top ten. That's not why I'm angry. That's yes, not why I'm angry. Totally I will tell angry. you why I'm angry and why this list is wrong. Okay, so I'll, I'll go over it quickly uh, <laughs> because I want to give time for Mr. Joshua over here. Uh, top 10, starting with number 10, is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 on the Game Boy, which came out in 95, right? No, 95 is the score, sorry. Uh, Game Boy Advance to be specific. So I've played this game, but not on the Game Boy because why the heck would you play a Tony Hawk Pro Skater game on the Game Boy? Enough said. Well, uh, yes. I guess well, like it, it's, it's cool that they were able to make it on the Game Boy, you know, yeah, but, but PlayStation, the, this game was my favorite Tony Hawk game and it is f- by hand. I have played this cause I per I had this for my Game Boy, uh, and I played it probably like once. Uh, so thank, I'm sorry, mom, for me making you buy that game. Uh, but I, I just don't, I, I'm really surprised. I guess a lot of people were really impressed with it. I wasn't. Did well, you it was a that? great game. I just never played it on the Game Boy, so. Yeah, exactly. So I guess it that's how it, it, it has a, a 94, 95 score. Um, that makes it on the top 10 list, so it's number 10. Then number 9 is the uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, which is a game I have never played. <laughs> so it's uh, it was out of the Wii? Uh, no. Yes, that's the, it says the Wii on here. It, yeah, it was the Wii, but it, I think there was also a version on the GameCube. Probably. Um, are you, are you angry yet? I, I've, I'm angry at the whole list. I just, I'm angry all over okay. the place. So I just, well, I guess we'll, we'll you just through run through the list and then okay. we'll, we'll get there. Level or level eight. Number eight is the legend of Zelda Majora's <laughs> mask for N64. Great game, but not the Over. best. Pretty good game. Uh, the le- number seven is the legend of Zelda, the wind waker, which is my favorite Zelda game. Um, I liked it because wind it was, your favorite? Yeah, it was the favorite one I owned. Because right. <laughs> remember, I've only owned this Wind Waker and uh, Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. So I really liked Wind Waker just because of the style. Yeah, Wind Waker was great. Uh, awesome uh, design and art. Number six is Resident Evil 4, which pretty cool to see a Resident Evil It was a good game. game. I avoided it when it first came out. I was yeah. like, Ugh, the zombies aren't plants. Yes. <laughs> this, yeah, I could totally see Josh. I was upset. Just, <laughs> I, I was I like, boycott you, this you broke my zombie game, man. <laughs> well, I don't want piranha plants eating me uh, yeah. or trying to kill me. Uh, I came uh, around because it's a great traps. game eventually, but it's, it's you know, I, and I bought the remastered one on Steam at one point. It's a nice. good game. So It is. It is a really good game. Oh, was this the one that they did? Uh, they had the whole run and shoot. Or they try to be like the older Resident Evils where they're, you, you can't really run from people. You just like kind of run to a spot and turn around and have to shoot the zombie it's not like a running gun uh well yeah i mean all of them leading up to this point and the one after as well you couldn't right. move and shoot and that was right. actually number six and revelations i think that's the same yeah so yeah it's it not a running gun game. You, but the 
the change here was you before up through three, it was a top down shooter. And this game was over the shoulder aiming with the uh, Wiimote and uh, later the Wiimote. But, you know, at, at the beginning, it was just aiming over the shoulder like third person with a yeah. controller. And that was a big change. Big change. Resident Evil 2 wasn't top down. Yes, it was. Don't start what? with me. The new one what? is not top down. The remake. Don't start with me. I will. Why do I will I literally come through the microphone. <laughs> Resident Evil Two was a hundred percent top down. Hundred percent. It would definitely have the style like there's a chair in the hallway. I can't get through, and then you turn around and go somewhere else. Huh. Don't you remember what? the liquor going across the window at the end of the hallway? Yes. But that was top down. You could see the whole hallway, and you could see the the window at the end. And then the thing passed over and scared the absolute bejesus out of me as a child, which I should not have been playing that game. It was um, definitely not. T- it was not top down. I'm looking at screenshots. This, it's not. What are you defining top down? Resident Evil Two. Yes, it was not top down. <sighs> Hold on. Top down, like angled top down. <laughs> no, I mean it wasn't isometric, but it wasn't like third person over the shoulder. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> loading i'm watching the gameplay right now yeah like you still no it was yeah it was okay i guess okay it wasn't isometric that's not really what i meant i shouldn't have said top down you because see that, you I'm see like of... the scene and you're running through the scene yeah that's what i remember. it's not I, like I... the camera isn't stuck with the the character over the shoulder right. or like okay that was yes. the change in resident Evil before like now the camera's over the shoulder and you're running with the character, whereas before there was a painted scene, and then the character ran through it. Hey, look, ran Justin, another game where the scene was painted behind, and then you had yes. 3D characters yes. running on it. Yes, 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 I see that. Thank you for putting my flaw <laughs> out. Um, and I was more thinking of uh, Grand Theft Auto top-down, like Grand Theft Auto 1 and 2, where it's literally top-down. Um, uh, anyways, now that we've went on that side rant... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Number five is GoldenEye. Great game. Seven. Actually, one Wonderful of the best game. N64 games ever. For sure. And now looking back at screenshots of the pictures of, or the faces on the uh, characters, like the NPCs and whatnot. Yeah. God, they're terrible. Yeah, it was, it's, yeah <laughs> it's so it's really bad. to go back and look at they it. Look, they look, they picked off some randos from the street, definitely. Or they're like half the developers that they just oh, took screenshots sure. yeah, of Yeah, it was developers. Um, number four is Metroid Prime on GameCube, which I really loved. It was but good. Still, have never finished. You um, never finished that game? No, I, I never finished it. Unfortunately, that's something I would like to at one point in my life. Uh, number three is Super Mario Galaxy one and two, so that's cheating, but it's fine. It is cheating. Uh, number two is Perfect Dark on N sixty four, which Josh had some opinions on, and then it's a good finally, game. you know. It's it's no Goldeneye, but it was good. Yeah. It looks better than Goldeneye. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is number one with a score of 99. So, yes. uh, out of the 10, which one? Uh, just kidding. All of them make you angry. Okay, are is, you, are you, what? that's the whole list, right? You're done. That That is the list. That okay. is no, 1 this, through 10. This list is 100% wrong. Okay, <laughs> everything about this list is 100% wrong. Let me yeah, finish. Off those... Let me finish, okay? Okay. okay. And okay. this is why so much of the internet is garbage, because <laughs> all they did, all this person did was write 
look at this. There's like two, three, four paragraphs in here, right? Yes. Yeah. All they did was scrape Metacritic for all Nintendo games. Which is, yes. Right? That's all they right. did. And they specifically yeah. said, spanning all consoles on Metacritic. Correct. Okay. Metacritic so doesn't go back to the Super Nintendo. It doesn't go back to all N64 games. It doesn't go back to the Nintendo. So right. correct. You are creating a garbage list right from the start. Like not all <laughs> Nintendo games are inclu- included in this list. In the credit. And yes, if you go correct. look at any curated Nintendo list, and I'm not mm-hmm. going to argue about where things should be on the list, not at right. first at least. But <laughs> all based off of opinions. So yeah, if you sales, go look at an opinionated yeah. curated list where somebody who has played all Nintendo games since Nintendo you go look through that list and tell me that it looks anything like this list. All this did think, was scrape the stupid Metacritic site and then put up what the scored games were. Because right. there's no way, there is no, no way that you would put, let's see, there's no way that you would put Twilight Princess anywhere on the same list as, I, I can't even, I can't even like look at this thing, Okay. Like, there's no way you would even put Perfect Dark on the list of all-time yeah. great Nintendo games. Yeah, what about Cookie Mama? Jeez, what, where's yeah, that play? Exactly. Where does Animal Crossing? That was two dollars uh, on Amazon. Did you see that? Really? Yeah. Cooking Mama? Yeah, Seriously? Was, yeah. Do they, are they still making that game anymore? Uh, no, but like, <laughs> they're they're definitely. There's I know the there's... 3DS, I think one. But oh, anyway, gosh. doesn't it doesn't matter? Okay, it doesn't matter. This list is absolute garbage, and they put garbage. no effort in. They just scraped Metacritic, Metacritic, and then put up a new list. So go find an actual list of greatest Nintendo games. And there's a lot of good arguments to be made on actual greatest Nintendo games ever created. This is not the list to do that with. And Rand. No. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't discount how awesome Mario, Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo was. Like, that was a huge change in the industry. You can't... Yeah. Discounting Super Metroid, discounting Link to the Past... On yeah. a Nintendo list, discounting yeah. uh, even even Contra. Contra was a great set of games on Nintendo. Chrono Trigger. Wait, Chrono Trigger, not... the Street Fighters, all the Final yeah. Fantasies. Like, I mean, it's just, it, it's impossible that this could be ever the list. And it's clear in the way that you, if you scroll through, it doesn't go, it only goes back so far. It doesn't go back all the way. So, yeah, right. they say it includes all Nintendo consoles. They're wrong because they you know are making you're just wrong garbage click clickbait basically yeah that's that's unfortunate but let's i i don't have an opinion on this unfortunately uh other than i uh, i agree the fact that it, this list is clearly just somebody just pulled off of just stats and uh, well the the ratings themselves and not on the context and i think there's always context when it comes to rating a game and also with lists like this like the top 10 as one opinionated based off the person two, there's got to be context yeah. based off the game and three, where the list it is and how in depth the list is, what's being included in the list, whether it's like a, gen- if it's like a generation to generation thing, uh, console thing, like it has to be specific. And that's why there's so many of these lists with so many other people with different opinions oh, that yeah. make it really hard to like say, this is the ultimate, the, the end all be all top 10 list of Nintendo games ever created from all consoles. So it would definitely change with the introduction of, like you said, the super or SNES or even Nintendo itself, the original console. So, yeah. Um, there is one thing that let's, I want to end 
Was it already time to end? Really? I don't know. I'm not even. We don't really have like a time. We just kind of talk until we stop. (laughs) But there's one thing I like to, I liked how we started doing the whole Reddit questions. Sure. But I also liked how, and I I like patting myself on the back in this one. (coughs) Sorry. Um, You okay, Grandpa? Ask it. Yeah, I'm fine. Leave me alone. Okay. Uh, I'm just getting old. My birthday is coming up too. So that means I'm getting older every day. You're going to be. Twenty-seven. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's not old. I know. I'm still okay. in my mid-thirties, right? Go on. Hey, I'm uh, just kidding. But asking like random questions that uh, like to spark conversation, and uh-huh. I call them conversation starters. Like, do you have a favorite NPC? NPC. Yeah, like, do you have a non-player character that is your favorite in all the games you've played? Is there one character you can think of that? I mean, you, you can't. Are... This, I, how can I not? I, I'm you doing can't, this on purpose. Okay, you can't. You can't just drop favorite questions on me. Do you understand Why? that? Like, this, there this needs is to something be a list, and have. then it has to go through several no, committees. No, then no, it gets no. laminated, and then no, I pre- this is... present it to you. Nope. that's how this should go. Right? No, 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 no. I, I have will... to convene the committee in order to put together a list of favorite NPCs. Let, let me let me go back and let's use a time machine and go back. We'll put insert time machine noise and let's go back to when you said it's the worst time machine I've ever. Heard. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's just a TARDIS, a really broken TARDIS. Oh God, no, <laughs> no, no references to that show ever, never. Uh, you had said you don't you don't like to to prepare things like this on purpose. One, you you like to like go willy nilly. You, you, yeah, you don't in general I do. Yes. So so you cannot go back, sir, on this <laughs> conversation because I'm doing this one on purpose. But do you understand how it breaks my brain when you ask what my favorite whatever no, is? Because should, then I I sit and this. think about it too much, and then no, it should be off the tip of your tongue. You should off have the tip of my tongue. The first things yes. that come to mind, of course, are the NPCs from Final Fantasy VII. Well, of course, yes. Because I liked so many of the characters, but, I mean, you're talking the, the Eris, Tifa, Love Triangle. Loved that yes. whole sitch. Yeah. Uh, psh, I mean, what are the most important games ever? Oh, goodness. Mass Effect. I mean, all of the characters in that in that set of games that you carry with you through all three games and, like, you save the world with three times. Yes. I mean, Tally, uh, who else was in? I can't even. See, this is the problem. Now I'm trying to think of names, and I'm like the worst person in the world for names. <laughs> you know? Um, yes. All the characters in that game. I love that game so much. Um, uh, let me think through other important games. I mean, well, think about. Uh, I mean, Zelda. That's what I was going to say. Like, you, you, you're saying NPC. It could be so many things. It could be I, Zelda from Zelda, for goodness sake, is. One of the most important NPCs almost ever created. Um, oh, man. All right. I'm going to have to think for a few minutes. <laughs> what, about you? <laughs> what about you, Justin? And if you say Cortana, I'm going to be very upset. Well, that's the show, guys. <laughs> I'm, that's, I'm just kidding. Um, it's definitely not. It's actually nobody from um, the Halo universe. Okay. Uh, mine, I have, I think, really one for sure that's like off the tip of my tongue that I think you will say oh yeah yeah that makes sense is the uh it's a character from star wars knights of the Little republic bastila nope oh i liked bastila though she's a great because no, i guess 
Are you okay? I guess I'm I'm already rooting this because technically you trapped yourself he, with this whole it thing. It is a it is not an NPC because you can play them. Oh, see now Eight. what are you doing to me? Now now I'm backing up because I can't say the HK. Um, oh, he is one trade. of the greatest. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, awesome. And that's technically a player you can play, unfortunately. Yeah. But it, he's an NPC. To me, he's still in, he's still an NPC. Yeah. Uh, but it's an HK droid from uh, I don't remember. I for for the life of me, I always get the numbers mixed up. But he's from Knights of the Republic because he's just a killing machine. But uh, it's hilarious because the comments he makes or it makes when it's talking to you in the dialogues, <laughs> it's just freaking wonderful. That's where we got one of our shows was meat bags. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was great. Just, he's so good. Um, did, did I give you enough time or no? Well, I mean, he, uh, this is the problem. It's such a wide question. I mean, I There's could so even many. cite Tanya from red alert, you know? Oh uh, yeah. She was Tanya. awesome. And she had so much personality and just ran around with two desert Eagles for goodness sake. For no think, apparent purpose. <laughs> I think uh, Carmen. Carmine, sorry. Carmine from the Gears of War. Oh, yeah. He's great because, you know, he, there's he always dies a Carmine. He always dies. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Dom. Uh, yeah. Cold, Coltrane. Awesome. The Coltrane. But you get to play him. That's the thing is I'm trying to avoid well, characters but you that you can't. Can play. See, and that's the gray line. Like, you know, I mean, those are there's all. There's always a green line. Baird. Baird's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, my goodness. I It's such a loaded, giant... I, I could question I could go totally on for hours apart. from Final Fantasy games. All the Final Fantasy games where all the NPCs you play with are just great. Right. I don't know. I, I guess just... there's, a, there's not one that has like stuck out to you as like you've got attached to the NPC. There's not one that just stood out that made a game. I got really out. attached to Eris. Eris was yeah. um Eris was uh, kind of an early attachment for me and in a preteen teen era for me. So of course, then I, you know, emo got attached to her because, you know, I didn't have any friends. So, uh, Eris, <laughs> and then another one similar to that was, um, see, and it's, I don't know if you or anybody else in this world has read the expanse series or, you know, maybe the, uh, the show watched the show expanse, uh, where it's like the crew with the ship. That's how Mass Effect is. So like those people are were my crew and yeah. um you get to choose if you want to have a love interest in the game. And let's see, mine was what was her name? Oh god, names. I hate them so much. Here, I'm going to look it up them? now. Cuz like I kept her through all three games and like in the middle she like spurns you and then gets really hurt in the third game. Um, Ashley Williams. Oh my gosh. She was awesome. She was awesome. So like she, I got attached to her for sure. And, uh, uh, later you like, she gets really hurt and then like you, she's not part of the crew then. And she also gets yeah. mad at you cause you disappeared for a long time and you never resurfaced. And by the time you did, you already had a new crew. And then like, you have to get everybody you can to save the world at the end of the third one. And she finally joins up and is back in your arms. And it's like a whole thing. It's like a whole romance that just it's a un- fiasco. Yeah. Unfolds through three amazing games. So, and she's not the only one you could choose any number of characters, guy, gal through all three games. Um, right. so, uh, that was pretty special. Um, I, 
it's it's a huge maybe we, we should use this as a follow-up for next show like <laughs> give you give I, you a whole week i don't know yeah i i would take way too oh my gosh metal gear yeah meryl uh, meryl is huge meryl and naomi oh my gosh naomi was a big one because she there was like so much philosophy that she spouted off and then like gray fox oh that whole game like all the npcs in that whole game now oh you're gosh. just digging yourself a hole. Yeah, it's just. It's what about just like bad. Tom Nook from uh, Animal Crossing? I was just thinking about that. Tom, I Nook have never like... played an Animal Crossing game. Hmm, that missed um, me. That's a that's, that's a miss. Th- I think that's generational too. That's one of those games like Pokemon. Like I'm I'm totally ignoring the fact that Brock and Misty were like one of the, by far the most iconic NPCs of my childhood. Yeah, <laughs> because I played Pokemon so much, uh, and I don't consider them my and my top. NPCs because uh, I didn't play it for them. <laughs> I played it for to catch them all. Time. Uh, I I needed to catch all the Pokemon, not uh, figure out if Brock and Mystery have some weird, odd relationship or <laughs> like this whatever the TV show ended up making it be. So um, yeah, I I uh, I'm excluding but Pokemon. That's a surprise, I guess. But yeah missing the whole animal crossing thing that's totally a generational thing i don't think you would have ever played that and i don't even think no. you would ever like it anyways because it's too cartoony no don't no don't I I, that, pigeonhole me into opinions mm-hmm. i don't have mm-hmm. like yeah, I, guess I like true. cartoony games a lot but pokemon poke uh, we've talked about this pokemon was no no i'm talking about animal crossing oh pokemon. yeah but both both i mean I, I, it's i like cartoony games a lot i still do I mean, see also Zelda, what? Wind Waker. Um, that's yeah, a great game. Yeah. Uh, no, Animal Crossing just came out after I was like well into, I think it came out when I was well into high school or like college. So it just wasn't something that even <laughs> hit my radar. Yeah. I don't want to mention how old I was at that point. Yeah. You're so. not gonna. Don't do that. That's uh, a bad idea. <laughs> that's, it's my idea. It's my focus now to always mention the... Uh, what when like when I was playing this, I was this old, or when you were playing this, I was oh, this old. Oh God, it hurts. Because that would just make it Kills worse, me. and also totally separate us completely. Um, well, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, for I'm gonna have to like. No, no, it's good. It's good. It's good conversation. I'm gonna have to think about it more because I mean, Follow there's up. like swaths of computer games that I can't think of. I, I'm on the only the spot, that's registering yeah. in my brain right now are console games, and I know for a fact that I'm missing a gigantic swath of computer games like Baldur's Gate with all oh. their NPCs and stuff. Oh my god, so good! Um, uh, I can't think of any I, other names, of course. You know, that's how I I roll. Um, I could tell you the worst NPCs ever. Would you like to go that direction? Uh, can I say I I've changed my mind on my favorite NPC? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, please. And it's not a uh, Halo game, but wow. it's from Destiny. Sucker! Oh, it's Cade Six because Cade is awesome. He's hilarious. Uh, literally one of the best NPCs because he's kind of like HK, uh, the uh, assassin droid. Because of the, he's just this do my own thing. Uh, Joker. Uh, he's the uh, he's the Joker in the group. Uh just pokes fun at everybody in the uh, the game and i love it um and i can't remember I, i'm looking right now i'm making sure i'm right but uh the voice actor is um <laughs> mr uh nathan drake <coughs> or, oh yeah i like him not nathan drake sorry the well no nolan but he plays north. nathan drake yeah nolan north yeah is he's that awesome his name? yeah I obviously think... 
formerly known from uh what's it called wow justin you're really you okay you're what are you joshing it up over there you no, okay what's what's his name uh from uh, firefly jeez oh yeah nathan fillion nathan fillion yes yeah. why does they say nathan north nolan north why is that that's not right yeah you're nathan okay fillion, it, yeah nathan fillion uh is a voice actor for him and <clears throat> one i love nathan fillion yeah he's two, awesome he's awesome so that is uh, one of my favorite NPCs. Okay, uh, well, I have to favorite? now. You made me worse. think of. I have two mentions that are also in the best of list for sure. Um, yeah. Ellie from The Last of Us. Uh, I really liked her. Yeah. And also, your son from uh, God of War is awesome as an NPC as well. Oh, I was like, my son. I don't have a son yet. <laughs> <laughs> if you play this Not game, yet. you will. If you play this it, game, you will. Oh yeah. Is that how it works? <laughs> I don't know how that's work. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, there's a wide grouping of NPCs that, of course, yes. there's no way I could think of at this time under such pressure. But that's I fine. think we've covered a good gamut. I can tell you the worst one, ones and one for sure. Mm-hmm. Star Fox 64 Slippy is the worst oh. NPC ever created and so annoying. <laughs> God, yes, you're Even so my right. children, I was playing it the other day, they're like, why does he sound like a girl? He's so terrible. <laughs> yes. So bad. That is 100% true. I remember playing N64 and it being the most annoying thing, yeah. watching him talk. And yeah. Just, ugh. Yeah, I the mean, game... he, even when he just says normal things, you're like, you're so annoying. Just shush, for goodness sake. I don't want to hear it yeah. anymore. Like, just please, for the love of God, just stop. Yeah, I I worst NPC. Yeah. Oh man, I'd have to really think about that one. <laughs> There's got to be one where like the the game itself sucks so much, and then the NPC just sucked even worse. Like, there's got to be one that I've played that I just was extremely disappointed about. God, I'll think of it. I was disappointed in Natalia from Goldeneye. Like her AI functions were horrendous. She'd like get yeah. killed all the time, run into fire. It was terrible. Oh, yeah, for sure. Totally. Uh, God, what? It's going to bother me. I'll figure it out. I follow up people. <laughs> Aha, I, I got you back. <laughs> ah, you're so funny. Ha, 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 So I guess, is this where we say goodbye to each other in a nice manner? Because we were saying mean <laughs> things to each other before. Uh, it depends. Uh, let me quickly... Um, uh, is there anything you want to talk about? The deals? What kind of I deals we got, Josh? I keep deleting them because they're getting annoying. Um, uh, I, Gears of War, two, by the way, is 4 is still on sale and slick deals for 2 bucks. <laughs> still. You mentioned still Dead Cells it. was on, on sale. Uh, yeah, $16. I was wrong, not 13 If I said that, I'm sorry. Oh, a good one that uh, keeps coming up in the last couple of days. Uh, Warhammer Vermintide 2 has been hitting like the $7.50 range and $7.99 range. Yeah. Um, and the first one was fantastic. So I think that all they did was add more features to the second one. If you're not familiar with that game, it's basically Left for Dead, but medieval style slash fantasy style. So it's great. First person shooting spells, using a sword, hacking through hordes of whatever is attacking you. <laughs> Uh, and it got good marks, I'm pretty sure. So it's, I mean, eight bucks is a steal. So I agree. Uh, there was, there was a thing about GameStop that I forgot to mention to you, Uh-oh. but there was, I think, oh God, I cannot 
talk today. I'm I'm having issues breathing apparently. Oh my. Right. Um you, okay? you receive uh yes, you receive a $25 bonus for turning in a console right now. Okay. Uh if you're really trying to get rid of your consoles like a dummy like me at one point, um which I strongly suggest you don't do because reasons. <laughs> Don't be a dummy. Just keep on to <laughs> keep a hold it, please. You've never done that before, have you? Never. It's not like mm. I've ever sold any of my stuff, nor have I ever sold my gaming tower that I'm really, really yeah. missing right now. Um, yeah, there was also one I could have sworn it was either Target or no, Amazon had a deal going on where if you buy one game, video game from Amazon, and I think it's physical, but maybe just digital you get the other one half off and it would mark it in the um in your uh shopping cart so like you would add one and add the other and you'd get half off of one of them nice probably the the cheaper one unfortunately uh i don't know how that works if it's the cheaper one that gets half off or the more expensive one does but that's a pretty good deal especially if you're looking for um, some of the bigger games that are out now and they were actually going against pre-orders too so oh nice that's kind of nice too if you want to save some extra change in retrospect i guess uh if you're trying to pre-purchase some some of the up and coming games in september because uh, there's quite a lot oh, in yeah. the next two here months they come. it's gonna be in the words go, of yeah. falco here they come here they come uh the uh, uh that was terrible i'll never do that again uh it's they, okay. the, the gamestop place again was doing a sale for a while it might still be going on i'm not sure i'll look into it after this and this will probably be useless but for a while they were doing buy two or three used games and get one of the same price free so you mm. could buy like two fifteen dollar like pre-owned games and then they'll Thank give you, you a third one for free um and they uh when i was in there they had a nice display with them already laid out depending on your uh your preference of console <laughs> mm. so so it's nice one thing i do want to mention i saw a slick deals ad come through not ad uh deal come through for mm. a refurbished elgato capture card the hd60 hey. for 80 dollars nice. on amazon which i think is actually a pretty good price and if you want to get into streaming games this would be a good place to start so what then, else would they be using it for josh <laughs> i'm kidding i'm being Oh, oh dang, you have to bleep that one out too. <laughs> We're just all sorts of I don't of know. Older. What would you be using it for, Justin? I'm missing I, something. I, I don't either. I was just trying to be funny because oh. it clearly didn't work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, if you want to stream games and not do what Justin's talking about, whatever that may be, and it sounds dirty, <laughs> no then you could it's use not. this card and uh, it would let you stream games and make more money than us with our crappy podcast. So Wow, don't that's not true. <laughs> this the show is not crappy at all. Not all the time. So, all right. Yeah, that's our deals for this week. I think we can now not rudely and nicely say to each other that we will see each other at another time. Or, as we can say, until next time, see you later. <laughs> I'm done talking to you. <laughs> what was the end of the, the old show that we had? I don't uh, even remember. Until next time, see you later. Catch oh, you later. God. Talk to you later. I, I don't, don't remember. remember. Yeah, it was. I try to forget that show mostly. Guardians out. <laughs> and <Shout> out. done. <laughs> Hi.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.